You're listening to the Becoming Me podcast, and I'm your host, Emily Cummins. You know, we're all on this grand journey, becoming who God made us to be. And that's what this podcast is all about. You'll hear stories of fellow warriors becoming who God made them to be. And you'll discover resources designed to equip you on your own becoming journey. So grab your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and let's dive into today's episode. You're listening to the Becoming Me podcast, and I'm your host, Emily Cummins. You know, we're all on this grand journey, becoming who God made us to be. And that's what this podcast is all about. You'll hear stories of fellow warriors becoming who God made them to be. And you'll discover resources designed to equip you on your own becoming journey. So grab your favorite cup of coffee or tea, and let's dive into today's episode. Wendy, how's it going, girl? Hi, how are you, Em? Good. It's so good to see you. I just, y'all, tonight is going to be so much fun because I have been excited to talk with Wendy about this and I can't wait just for all of you to join in the conversation too. So please keep dropping a hello in the chat. Thank you, Ashley Project Hope, as you've been doing that. Wendy and I would love to see that you're joining us today for this warrior conversation. And we're not going to waste any time Um, with all of our warrior combos. We just, we go there, we dive straight in. And so I will first have us introduce each other um, and, and basically just so you have a basis of who are these two girls and why are they unpacking this big question on how to trust God in singleness, right? So my name is Emily. I'm the founder of Becoming Me. I'm an author, podcast host. I am single and I am currently navigating this season and question on what it means to trust that God's plan is best. So that's like the 30 second version of Emily. Wendy, who's Wendy? Oh gosh. <laughs> Our favorite um, questions for each other. A podcast host. Um, I'm an event planner, uh, media producer. I do so many things, fitness instructor, uh, but I too am single and I've been navigating the life of singleness for quite some time. And um I've been blessed to have several awesome, awesome relationships, but um, none of them for long term yet. Yes. Still waiting. Hey, I'm I'm still waiting with you. And y'all, what I really appreciate and value about my friendship with Wendy and why I specifically wanted to dive into this question with you, Wendy, is because you encourage me so much in this journey. I think in singleness in any season where you're waiting for a dream, it might not be singleness for you. So anytime you're waiting for something that you desire and you want, but you don't have it yet, it's easy to isolate or feel like you're the only person experiencing that. And so having other friends who speak the same language as you, who get it, who understand makes a big difference. So that's my prayer and hope for this conversation tonight, um, that wherever you find yourself on this journey, you're able to hear from two other warriors who get you. We get it. We get the struggle. And hopefully we can share just a few things that are encouraging us along the way. So Wendy, I would love to dive in with just a little bit of your story. You know, you referenced some pieces in your intro, but just 
unpack for us some of your journey and how you're thinking through this topic, like what it means to trust God in singleness. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And do you care if I pull out resources? And Yeah, girl, come on. Okay, perfect. Um, so a little about me and I'll back up. Like I had always experienced a handful of different relationships in high school. I was probably everybody's like best friend. Um, definitely had like the college boyfriend and the sweetheart right after college that I thought I was going to marry. I'm so glad that that did not work out because I would probably be married with two kids, maybe a white picket fence living somewhere that I do not want to be living right now. And a huge part of my story, which actually uh, we'll talk about this in a little bit, which actually led me to releasing a devotional was a handful of years ago I actually was dating somebody that I thought was the real deal and I thought we were going the long long run and it was something that was different than I had ever experienced before um to me I'm a person of faith so my relationship with Jesus is number one to me and when I had met this guy he checked all of those boxes in terms of he loved Jesus. He was doing similar career type things. There were things that I wanted to be involved in that he was involved in. Um, what I didn't do was pay attention to the warnings that the Lord was giving me in my quiet time. Um, what I didn't know, we had started dating. God kind of gave me a little like, mm, be careful before you get involved. And I just thought maybe that was like the bad pizza that I had eaten that night. <laughs> um, well, okay. So I end up jumping in with this guy. We date well over a year, close to 16 months. And throughout the entire time, I never had a piece. It was like every three or four days, I was just concerned about something and you know, when you're in the beginning throes of a dating relationship, it should be fun. So that's number one warning, like pay attention to the warning signs. Like if it's not fun and you're not enjoying the process of dating, um, that's a big red flag. Mm -hmm. So, so what I thought we were enjoying our, our process of dating, uh, fast forward, it had gotten so stressful at the point where I was like, something's not lining up and without airing all of the dirty laundry. We had a come to Jesus like talk of like, what's going on? I don't have a peace. Like, I love spending time with you, but we were very different. Like some of our stuff lined up, like he was a believer career wise, we were on the same page, but then we were really different in terms of like, I was a social extrovert and he wasn't. I love to travel. He loved to stay home. Uh, even just our, like things that we like to do for fun. I love working out and being active. And he was like, can I just watch a movie? <laughs> so th those are like three big things that I should have probably paid attention to the signs. However, thank God that we can trust his voice. And we know that when we're walking with the Holy Spirit, that he is going to ultimately intervene. Long story short, we ended up having a conversation and what he ended up telling me what I thought was this difference of, oh, we don't like to work out together. And 
I'm an extrovert, he's an introvert. What ended up being was that he was actually still full blown in an addiction, um, not just to pornography, but actively acting out on this. And what we had talked about a forever future together, that caused like a total sudden halt. And I found myself 16 months later, nursing a broken heart, asking all of these questions of God, like, God, why? And if I trust you, why does it hurt so bad? And clearly humans are fallible and we mess up all the time. But my ex and I had decided that we were going to go our separate ways because he ultimately needed to get healthy. And I am so glad that the Lord literally like plucked me out of that relationship because when you sign up for somebody and when you sign up for this long-term commitment of marriage which we were talking about you sign up for that other person's stuff whatever it is like their junk food habit which a lot of <laughs> us have but you sign up for the good the bad the ugly you become a life partner in whatever they're facing and for me i am so unbelievably grateful that the lord literally reached down and pulled me out because he kind of was like mm, nope it's time for him to get healthy and i don't want you to be with us wendy so all that to say at the time that i was asking all those questions about the lord like where are you and why did this happen and i thought I asked that you would use me. And there was this time that I was driving down the road after our breakup and I was probably bawling my eyes out, talking to God going, God, why, like, why? And he reminded me that I had asked him to use me and not in the sense of like used, like feeling used, like a used car salesman, but like I had prayed that God would use me no matter what. And I knew that this was a potential, like I was signing up for however God would want to use me. And he ultimately did, not only in that relationship, I am so confident that this man, my ex is seeking full healing and walking in healing and wholeness. Um, but I also believe that God used it kind of to wake me up, to pay attention to what is your dating life like and who are you saying yes to? Um, so I'll pause right there. But. So that's so powerful. And like, thank you for unpacking your story and your journey, because when we're in the midst of those moments and we're driving down the road, crying, talking to God, asking him why it's really hard in the moment to find perspective and where you are now looking back, all of the wisdom that you've been able to glean mm -hmm. and the hope that you can stand on for the future and what God has for you, I think is a beautiful thing. And it's such a good reminder for all of us that if you're in the middle of a breakup, you're past a breakup, or you're, you've never maybe even been in a relationship and you're waiting, um, the beautiful truths that we can glean from what you just shared, that there's always something to learn. There's always something to be thankful for. And that ultimately God was protecting you for his best, like absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Um, you know, you referenced too, and this is one of my favorite things to talk with you about because it's how you and I kind of connected through your version plan and say in the story. And I was in the middle of navigating online dating, feeling frustrated and discouraged. I found your version plan. I'm journeying through it. 
And it was such an encouragement to me, but you also end your devotionals in a very interesting way. So tell me about the plan and why you chose to end the devotionals how you did. Thank you. Yeah, that's a great question. So over the course of several years, um, one, I was dating this guy I had told you about. It was post breakup that I was kind of referencing back to some of these devotionals that I had written kind of for myself just to encourage like, okay, this is what I feel God's speaking. And at the end of every devotional, I had really poured out just this heartfelt prayer of like, God, help me not to give up. And it wasn't necessarily to do with even just a relationship. It had a lot to do with waiting, waiting on God, your, the career that you're working so hard to get to, um, dreams of a future family, all of these things. And while writing these devotionals, I had this epiphany post breakup. Um, it was a few years ago that I was like, you know, these would be really good for other people. So the Lord had worked with me. I repurposed these devotionals probably in 2018, 2019, and worked with version Bible app. And I also have a hard copy that you can get on Amazon, but we work to put this together. It's 25 days to staying in your story, how to trust God in the process of waiting on your biggest like hopes during the things without surrendering or throwing in the towel and giving up and the way that I end each devotional not only just questions that are challenging you for like where you are at but these prayers that I spent tears over just praying myself and then when I went back to republish the actual devotional for the world it was I made sure to like recraft every single prayer so that people no matter where you're at regardless of what you're waiting on regardless of the season of life that you're in you could actually pray those prayers along with the journal and along with the devotional of this is where I'm at Lord I feel bipolar in my prayers but this is where my heart hurts and also lord here's where i'm choosing to trust you and reminding yourself that god is only good he is always good that that comes down to a principle of your faith like do you believe that god is who he says he is he is always faithful and if romans is right god works all things together for good for those who love him and are called according to his purpose and that means even the bad stuff god will work for your good, your benefit, and ultimately his glory. Oh my goodness. I love it. I have so many screenshots of your prayers from the YouVersion app. And now that I know this is on Amazon, literally after this conversation, y'all might have to wait a couple minutes until it's posted because I'm <laughs> headed to Amazon to buy it. I'm so excited. So I can like go through and underline and literally like it is so beautiful and encouraging. Um, and y'all, we will include the links in this replay so you can go get the version of the book or follow along a new version because I love it. Um, so important. You know, we've talked a little bit about timing and we're talking in the overarching theme of this conversation on how to trust God, mm -hmm. right? In our singleness. 
And that means that we're dreaming about something, we're praying for something, but it's a not yet. We're in a between place, as we would say with your podcast, right? And so with that comes timing. We want it now. It's not happening now. And we might not even know the when. So how important even is this timing scenario? Can you start new? Like speak to somebody who's just feeling the pain of timing. Maybe they just came off of a breakup. Maybe they're experiencing heartbreak. Maybe they've been single and never even experienced a relationship and are just feeling the weight of that. Tell us a little bit about timing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, first and foremost, I like it's such a soft spot of my heart because I so can relate. Um, I had texted Emily, I think it was yesterday that I was like, sometimes you, you do want to show up and you say, don't give up. Like God is perfect and he has perfect timing. And then other times you want to be like, God, this is hard. And I'm over here crying my eyes out, hoping that I can survive tomorrow. Yes. Yes. Me too. So like if you're nursing a broken heart or if you're even like, God, is my person out there? I just want to encourage you, like God delights in giving us the desires of our heart. And, and even if the timing is not right now, it could just be a not yet. And I know from talking to a number of people that God's timing is always perfect. And he's no respecter of time, right? So when he says it's time, like it's time and he can, he can make up for lost time, whether you feel like you're in a season where you're like, I'm old as dirt and I'm not going to be able to have babies and God, could you please write my story? Or you're freshly beginning the dating like navigation and you're like i don't know what time looks like i just know that god is always faithful and we can also look to stories in the bible which aren't just stories they're actual true biblical accounts where god moves in and regardless of like what people are in their season and his timing is always perfect so some other areas that you can encourage yourself like Whenever I hear a story, especially of somebody's, like, how it came to be, there's a couple of amazing women that have gone before us, not even just a couple, but a ton of amazing women that are mentors to me that have gone before me. Anytime I hear a story that I'm like, oh, that's amazing. That sounds like a miraculous story. I'm like, that's evidence that God can do it again. In Revelations, it says people overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. And I think every time a testimony is given, that gives evidence that God can do it and God can do it again. So, so I encourage myself with those stories. Like if God could do it for them, he could totally do it for me. Yes. Yes. Oh, I agree. and, And that's, you know, we don't want which I heard this great example. We don't want God to give us the same exact gift that he gave to somebody else. Right. But we want God to tailor make it for us. And you and I talked about this amazing story from Nashville, this singer songwriter that we really look up to. And she had a long journey of singleness. Like she didn't even date until she met her husband and she has a tailor made story just for her and words of hearing like God will tailor make it. 
And then even just a recent conversation I had with a good friend and mentor named Lynette Lewis out of New York. She wasn't into, she was in her forties when she met her husband. She was planning her best friend's seventh baby shower, seven. Wow. <laughs> like, so yeah. she's like, God, maybe you did forget me. But she met her husband. She's now happily married. They have four grown teenagers that she's a stepmom to, and they have kids of their own. And that's like an only God story. And she reminded me just recently, like you may feel set aside, but you're not set aside. You're set apart because God is doing something in and through your story that only God can do. He's not going to give you the same exact story as somebody else. He's going to make it better for you. Like the whole Ephesians 3.20 thing. <laughs> like he could do immeasurably more than all we could ask or imagine through his power. And why not dream for the impossible, right? Yes. Oh my goodness. Thank you for sharing that. I'm like, bring it girl. Like so encouraging. Um, that was very encouraging for me personally. Mm -hmm. And I know for so many others and speaking of watching people's stories or hearing from others, I know that other people have encouraged you personally. How have you drawn encouragement from the words of other people while you're in this season? Yeah. Um, a lot of times I write it down, especially if it's been like a hard day. Um, I'm a big fan of journaling and I probably go through at least one, if not two journals every year. Um, because I think it's also important to look back, to look at those moments that we've experienced like, we've experienced triumph in an area of our life, or we've gotten that dream job or that dream opportunity or a relationship issue that's been solved. It doesn't even have to do with like a love interest, but like whenever somebody speaks into my life, I typically try to write it down so that I remember it. And then I can go back in those, especially like discouraging moments and actually remind myself through their words, like, oh, what did they say? Oh, it's scripturally based. Oh, this is a prophecy or this is a word of encouragement that I can hang to. And, and then like, I'm so encouraged to hear that like my words encourage you, Emily, just because those are devotionals that I'm like, I needed those in those moments. And I'm so thrilled to be able to help others in their moments of like, like, I want to speak life into other people when they need it, you know, mm -hmm. so it's this whole like, I'll cheer you on while you're in need. And you cheer me on when I can't get there either. You know? Yeah. Oh, I, I love that. And that's the whole even purpose of why we're having this warrior conversation. Because like we said at the beginning of our time, it's so easy to isolate, not want to talk about it. Sometimes you can maybe feel embarrassed you're not a certain part or you don't know how to talk about it. Or then if you do talk about it, people give you unsolicited advice that maybe might not feel helpful. And so then you just want to clam up and not talk about it. And so when we do choose to lean in and talk about it and cheer each other on, we encourage those around us and we get encouraged too. Um, so I, I love that. Um, let's talk for a moment about the hard days, right? So the days where you're driving in your car and you're crying, talking to God, you're, you have these words of encouragement from people they are written in your journal. Um, but it's just a hard day and emotionally, you're just, I don't know how to, how to journey through this. How does Wendy encourage Wendy? Like, how do you encourage you on those days? 
Yeah. Well, typically if I can figure out that like I'm under what feels like just an onslaught of negative or discouragement, like discouraging thoughts or negative feelings, typically I'll recognize that probably those voices aren't my own and I probably got those from some frame of mind that I picked up while I was scrolling social media. So number one, I do not scroll. <laughs> That's the number one thing. Because sometimes it's like, oh, I, I want to seek out this platform that I know that, that can bring encouragement. At the same time, like there's also a lot of junk out there. So if you're in a place of discussion, discouragement I would say that's the first thing is like stop scrolling mm -hmm. like maybe turn on some good music mm -hmm. um, for me worship is a weapon and I know that like I know scriptures talk about that but when you're putting into your mind the same thoughts that God is thinking and you're singing and praying out loud scriptures over yourself especially if you're like in the car turn on the Christian radio station or find Spotify and turn on elevation or something Brandon Lake and sing at the top of your lungs of like, there's songs of lament for a reason. And there's Psalms in the scriptures of lament for a reason. Like, so encouraging ourselves with like one, not making an agreement with a lie of the enemy because he's going to do whatever he can to steal, kill, steal, kill, and destroy where you're at. So if you're in a good mood, there's a good chance he's probably going to try to disrupt that. But, you know, we can be thankful for the awesome and positive days that we don't struggle, but then on the days that we do struggle to actually ask God to remind us of his character and remind us where we've seen him deliver and come through before. Like for me, when I was 23 years old, I moved to Seattle without knowing a soul. Well, I knew one person, so it was a little bit safer than New York City, but I really wanted to live in a new state in a new season. And the first night that I was there alone, I was like, what the heck did I just do? Like, I didn't have anybody to go hang out with. I was like, this could be a long, lonely journey. However, God provided friends in the moment. God provided work in the moment. God provided all of these things that I needed. And I can see time and time and time again, the relationship that I talked about at the top of our call, that's not my only relationship. I've been through a handful of relationships that were actually amazing relationships just to learn from, just to know like what I'm seeking after and the type of person I want to grow old with. So remembering like the ways that God has taught you before and in his kindness and in his gentleness and mercy, like how he's met you time and time and time again. So those are like three big things for me of like, I don't always, I'm not always tempted to go like pick up my Bible and I can't wait to encourage my soul. Mm -hmm. But if I'm listening to worship or if I do have the moment to stop and still my heart and be like, these thoughts are not from the Lord, you know, reminding myself of God's character, getting in the word, turning on worship. Like typically my heart posture will change. And then sometimes you just need to cry. Yes. <laughs> yes. 
Yes. No, I couldn't agree more. Like I'm so with you on that. And I, I've heard it said, our lead pastor talks about how you validate how you feel. Your feelings are for real, right? But after validating them, we challenge and change our thinking and we can't step into an agreement with a lie. So a feeling is I feel sad. The lie is I'll be single forever. That's not a feeling. That's a lie that we don't have to choose to partner with. And so we validate, like, I feel really bummed out right now. I was scrolling on Instagram and saw all these cute couple photos at this event. And like, I'm the single person again, you know? So I feel sad about that. But then we don't agree with a lie. If, If God has said to me, Emily, Wendy, you are going to have a relationship. Then I choose to trust that he has that in his best timing. And we move forward. And like you said, turning on worship music, opening God's word, journaling how you feel. Sometimes I'll text a close friend and just say, hey, I'm feeling down about this. Like, I need you to keep me in check so I don't spiral into sadness, you know? And so there are so many ways that we can lean into encouraging ourselves in this season and choosing to trust God no matter what we're feeling or seeing along the way. Um, Wendy, is there anything else that you would want to share in this warrior conversation on trusting God and singleness? Um, you know, there's a couple of thoughts that just came to mind while you were speaking, even just the thought that we're freshly removed from Valentine's day, you know, (laughs) single awareness day, which is actually not that bad. I love my girlfriends and And I do, I actually love, love my life. And the reality is, is that finding a significant other is not going to complete you as a person. And there's nothing and no one that can mess up the plans that God has for our lives. So like, I would just encourage people and like, I'm preaching on the choir, like, if we're content in where God has us and we are accountable for like our relationship with God and we're seeking God out and we're living a life that like, why not get busy living a life that you love so that when you meet somebody, you're ready to be like, okay, let's do this together for God's kingdom. But like sitting home, eating bonbons and watching Hallmark movies (laughs) sound awful. Like maybe couple for Christmas, <laughs> but <laughs> reality, like get busy living. If you like to travel, travel, have experiences, like find the friends and the girlfriends and the guy friends. Two of my very best friends in the entire world are guys. And I don't know if that's intimidating to other guys, but I'm like, I love my life and, and I can't wait to share it with somebody. But I'm also not just going to date somebody that is like, oh, you're cute. You'll do because chances are like you need to make sure your values line up like you, the similarities, all the things, the same convictions, like what are you going after? Is is your relationship with God going to be strengthened because of the other person or is he going to detract and distract you from that? There's so many, I mean, there's so many, we could talk about this a while, but I know girl, we've stumbled on a new series, (laughs) but I will say like around Valentine's day, I actually, uh, one of my very dear friends, um, who I have a past with, um, had posted that he was in a new relationship and 
at one point, this is me being really vulnerable here. At one point, I was actually somewhat sad. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, I was like, you know what, Wendy? It is already like God revealed to you that this is not the relationship that you want to be in. And I love this person with my whole heart. He is so amazing. However, God has made it very, very clear with where I am going in my life that this is just not the perfect blending. And I'm so excited for him. So while I was sad in the moment, I think it was like the devil trying to just be like, oh, you're sad because you're single and you're alone, which I might have been alone for that day, but we're never alone when we walk in community and relationship with ultimately because I want God's best for my life I also want God's best for his life and I pray and I'm so excited that this new woman in his life is hopefully everything he's ever dreamed of because that's what I want and that's also what I want people to cheer me on with so yeah I, there's I my love that girl <laughs> drop the mic you are just you're a treasure. Like, I just love you so much. You are a gift, truly. Um, and thank you just for even going there, being vulnerable. I know even on Valentine's Day, I had mixed feelings. Yeah. Um, I spilled the tea on my dating life on my email list a couple weeks leading into Valentine's Day. So if y'all are subscribed to Becoming Emails, you know what I'm talking about. If you're not subscribed, you can uh, drop a comment or DM me and I will gladly share that email with you. Um, but in a brief nutshell, I had been recently ghosted and that didn't feel very good on Valentine's day at watching and scrolling. And so I was practicing even some of Wendy's advice earlier, like don't scroll, don't set your mind up for like, failure. And so stopped scrolling and started celebrating the friends around me and reminding myself like God is good. He's proven faithful. So why would he stop now? And Emily, it's one day. It's one day on the calendar. It's going to be okay. And so I'm right there with you. Um, and I think two very tangible steps um, coming out of this warrior conversation. One, I cannot recommend more. Like literally y'all tonight, subscribe to the Stay in the Story You version plan. Like go mm -hmm. subscribe. And then if you like me, like to write or you want to work through it in a physical book, go get it on Amazon. But it's so practical and helpful for helping you really dive into God's word and how to pray. Because sometimes we might not know the words we want to say to God. And that's what I loved about your prayers. They really helped me even formulate, God, here's how I'm feeling. Please help me with this. Um, so that'd be step one. Step two, you talked about living your life so that way you're ready and and I love that because it's really just stop looking for the person, be the person, right? And then when the right person comes along, you are so ready. But what's really cool is you create these environments for people. Like you literally lead and plan these adventures that people can then register and go on with you and, um, and your groups. And so I definitely want people, like if you were listening to Wendy talk about traveling and you're like, wait but I have no one to travel with, or I don't even know the first thing about going on adventures. Talk to Wendy, like, and you have upcoming things too. I don't know if you want to talk about them now or if it's already been filled, um, but I think you still had two spots, right? Yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah, That's girl. so kind. So here's the shameless plug. Um, we're going to Costa Rica in April and it's a co-ed trip. So there's, um, there's already eight of us, there's 10 
um, hopefully that are confirmed or are confirming this week, which means we have two or three spaces left. Um, it's going to be a trip that's filled with adventures daily. So zip lining, waterfalls, um, uh, sunset cruise. We're going to do a little bit of serving at a local monkey farm um, to actually help with like projects that they need. Um, there's a slight possibility some of us are going skydiving. Um, but I say all that, Costa Rica is not like the only, you know, Emily and I were talking recently about doing something in Florida. Um, I have plans to host a retreat that'll be a shorter retreat. It'll be a weekend experience. Um, and there's gonna be more opportunities like that. I'm going to Italy in August. In 2024, I want to plan some other international co-ed adventures. So it's just people that are like-minded, that are also chasing after God with their whole heart. Um, you don't have to have it all together. I sure don't. But just a positive outlook of like, hey, I'm going to show up. I'm going to see what God has for me. And I'm going to be excited to embrace where I'm at so that I can get tools to like live forward and out of that. So, yeah, I, I wish I could go to Costa Rica with I you. I know. Oh, I wish. Next time. Florida. Florida. You can find Florida For sure. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, y'all, you have, we have two warrior steps coming out of this warrior conversation. The stay in the story version plan. And please follow Wendy and the Between Places. So that way you can be up to date on all of these fun adventures and incredible podcast episodes that encourage us in this season and the in-between place of life as well. So Wendy, I just love you. Thank you for diving into this conversation. Absolutely. I love what God has like connected you and I over and um, even just another plug for you, Emily. Emily was on my podcast with her story about and she talks about her book there. And I think the episode it was back at the end of January, so you can check that out. And I just, I want to encourage you, girl, because you are literally one of the biggest cheerleaders I know. <laughs> and I know everybody feels the same. And you're just, it's so neat to watch you stepping into everything that God's calling you to. And you just do it with such poise and grace. And like, you're a total cheerleader at the same time for so many other people I, I'm like I don't know how you do it all but I, I don't my so great my my Christmas tree is still up you know <laughs> tomorrow's March so I don't do it all okay. <laughs> we can work on that Thank you. You are so kind and thank you all for joining us for this warrior conversation. Um we appreciate live listening to this replay cheering you on big time as you're becoming who God made you to be. Wendy, thank you. And I hope you all have a good night. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Becoming Me podcast. If this episode connected and resonated with you, we would love to see your experience. So snap a photo of this episode and share on social media. Don't forget to tag us by tagging at Emily B. Cummins. Learn more about becomingme.tv and find more resources at becomingme.tv.
Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Becoming Me podcast. If this episode connected and resonated with you, we would love to see your experience. So snap a photo of this episode and share on social media. Don't forget to tag us by tagging at Emily B. Cummins. Learn more about becomingme.tv and find more resources at becomingme.tv.